You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. It's hot here today, going out to 32 million homes and counting. This is America Trends. I'm Barry Nussbaum filling in for Dr. G. Our poll question tonight is, Donald Trump Jr. gave a great speech yesterday at the convention. Do you want to see him in politics someday? Vote in that poll at U2America.com or use the U2America app available now for Apple and Android devices. Download it if you don't already have it. We have Dr. Gina right from the floor of the RNC in Cleveland, Ohio. Gina, hello from your couch. Good to be with you. And you can hear the crowd. They're cheering because Duke and Coach is coming out. I have never seen anything quite like when Ted Cruz stood up there and took that stage uh, out of the generosity of the heart of Donald Trump and then did not endorse him. The crowd came down and booed him. People said he would never be elected to any office in the Republican Party again. And uh, I, I still didn't even understand the purpose. Why take the stage, Barry, if you weren't going to endorse? It was, it was crazy. You know, Gina, watching it from this end, I'm shocked. He gave a very low key, sort of touching on the issues, softy speech that you would hear at a Kiwanis or an Elks Club and never mentioned the head of the ticket other than to say, he won, I lost. And then he just kind of just rambled around. It, it, he, I think he embarrassed himself. And I, I get the feeling from watching, I think you're right. There were a lot of angry people in Cleveland. I mean, weren't they really angry he wouldn't say Trump? I think you misunderstood. Yeah, it came off, I think, as extremely. I think. Ted Cruz was a superb orator. I just want to point it out to you. We couldn't believe it. We got a copy of the speech. I'm sitting here with our, our correspondent, uh, Mona Salama, who's on our show a lot, and she got a copy of the speech. So we knew almost from the beginning that he was not going to endorse, at least that that wasn't included in his speech. But uh, flabbergasted, flabbergasted that he did that. It makes no sense to anyone. And I, we just lost the fee. We'll be, Gina will be back in a second. I hope you can hear me, Gina. I was really uh, amazed. Paul Manafort talked this morning about the fact that this was going to be a unifying speech. They asked him on Fox this morning if Manafort or anyone in the campaign had seen the speech and had gotten a copy of it. He said, no, but we're not worried. It's going to be a unification speech, and we're going to be very, very happy with what he had to say. You know what it was? It was wishful thinking, Gina, and it wasn't legit. I'm surprised at this point by so much uh, lack of unity that came out of that speech. Oh, we've got Newt on the stage now. Let's listen in. With no requirement for endorsement, he encouraged his competitors to speak once again. Governor Rick Perry, Governor Chris Christie, Governor Scott Walker, Dr. Ben Carson, Senator Marco Rubio, and Senator Ted Cruz have all responded to Donald Trump's generosity. Now, I think you misunderstood one paragraph that Ted Cruz, who was, who was a superb orator, said. And I just want to point it out to you. Ted Cruz said, you can vote your conscience for anyone 
who will uphold the Constitution. In this election, there is only one candidate who will uphold the Constitution. So, to paraphrase said Cruz, if you want to protect the Constitution of the United States, the only possible candidate this fall is the Trump-Pence Republican ticket. That way, we have a Republican ticket to implement Republican principles in Washington. Now, what I want to focus on is a subject that has dominated my thinking for decades. How do we keep America safe? Keeping America safe is the first responsibility of the American president. There have been many fascinating things to watch about the extraordinary historic rise of Donald Trump. But the most significant has been Donald Trump's courage to tell some important truths about our national security. For example, we are at war. We are at war with radical Islamists. They are determined to kill us. They are stronger than we admit. And there is no substitute for victory. In contrast to Donald Trump, our national security and foreign policy elites, led by Hillary Clinton, are incapable of speaking with such honesty. While they lie about the threat, we need to tell the truth about the danger. If our enemies had their way, not a single woman in this room could define her future. If our enemies had their way, gays, lesbians, and transgender citizens would be put to death as they are today in the Islamic State and Iran. If our enemies had their way, every person on earth would be subject to conversion by the sword and to a cruel and violent system of law. There would be no individual liberty. There would be no equality. There would be no freedom. If you doubt we are that this threat is as real as I say. Let me refresh your memory. On Monday, an Afghan refugee in Germany used an axe and knives to slash and wound train passengers while shouting, Allahu Akbar. Last week, ISIS claimed responsibility after a Tunisian man drove a cargo truck into a crowd in Nice, France. He murdered 84 people, including 10 children, Almost 300 people were killed and more than 200 were wounded in bombing attacks in Baghdad. Two days before that, radical Islamists in Bangladesh killed 20 hostages, including three American college students. A few days before that, at the Istanbul airport in Turkey, they are often the We've got Gina back. Can you hear us, Gina? Well, we'd be happy to have as our friends and neighbors. Gina, can, can you hear, hear me? You. The challenge. The challenge. Is when even a small percentage Do we have that hook of a billion, six hundred million people I can hear violence against those who disagree through with your them, mic. Can you hear me? That is still a giant recruiting base. For example, sort of hear you. I can hear you coming in and out, but I want to tell you, it's, it's kind of fascinating. I wish, honestly, I wish we could had another camera where we could show you how we're doing this. We are literally squatted down in the very front row. I'm looking at Newt. He's not even 25. 50 feet for so me, and, uh, and that's the way we are doing the show tonight. We're sitting in the California delegation section, and, um, and it's, 
they're, they're different today. They're, they're keeping us. Uh, they're keeping us a lot further down, frankly. Like we have to stay down and not being a stand up as much. And uh, and you can feel that the you know the the big the big dogs are coming in there. That's what's happening. They're having the big speakers and they're worried about security and everybody's whispering and everything's very controlled. We're getting whipped a lot. You know what that means. And so anyway, it's fun times and, and uh, lots of protesters today. Gina, we're going to come back to you after the break. We're going to go to a commercial. We'll be right back with Gina, live from the convention floor. We're going to be back. Go vote in the poll, would you? We want to know what you have to say. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.